Hello everyone, what's up? Welcome back to 8020. My name's Lily, I'm your host, and today's episode we are going to be talking all about my daily routine and how I set myself up for success and productivity every single day through my little daily habits. I am a firm believer that your daily routine is what makes or breaks you. And if you don't have a routine, that's okay. But I think that we all have a few habits that really make us feel like the best versions of ourselves and really make us feel good, really make us feel pumped for the day, or really make us feel ready to go to sleep at night. Like we all have little things that we do that really put us in the right headspace to complete the task at hand. Over the past couple months, I've really honed in on perfecting my daily routine and I've created days that I can't wait to wake up to. And that's really what life's all about. Like we want to be excited to wake up the next day. We want to create a morning routine that we can't wait to wake up to. We want to create a night routine that we're excited to have before we go to bed at night and that sets us up for a great night's sleep. We want to have things that make us excited and that light a fire inside of us to do better and to be better and unless we have these little habits or these things these practices that we do every single day it's like what's the point you know then you're just like waking up going to work and then coming home and eating dinner and going to bed in order to truly feel fulfilled you have to have something that lights a fire in your soul. And so today I wanted to walk you through my daily routine, show you guys the habits that I do every single day, and give you guys some advice when it comes to creating and following through with your daily routine. So I'm literally going to take you guys through what I do the second that I wake up until my head hits the pillow at night. So grab your coffee, get in the car, go for a drive, do whatever you do when you listen to podcasts, and enjoy today's episode. When I don't stick to my routine, I feel weird. I feel funky. And I know that it looks different for everybody and some people might be listening to this thinking that, you know, I'm just such a stickler for my routine. I guess I'm such a rule follower or whatever. I will say though, it's a lot easier not to stick to your routine than it is to stick to your routine. And it's a lot easier to just hit the snooze button in the morning than to wake up at six, seven, whatever time you like to wake up in the morning and do all the things, the checklist of things that takes time, takes effort, takes energy, but makes you feel good at the end of the day. There have been times where I've fallen, quote, off track or just not followed my routine. Maybe I was on like a trip or something and I just didn't really do all the things that I know make me feel good. And then once I start doing all the things that make me feel good again, I'm reminded why I do those things and yes, it's hard to wake up early and do XYZ and we'll kind of get into what I do in the morning here in a second, but it's worth it and you're doing it because it makes you feel good. So that's what I keep in mind in the back of my head when my alarm goes off and I just feel like hitting snooze and rolling over and going back to sleep. I do these things for a reason, not just to like say that I do these things. And it's funny because like when I really put down the vlog camera and we'll get into kind of like why I took a long break from social media and why I still only occasionally pick up the vlog camera and stuff like that but really the moment that I started to do things for myself and started to do things because 
they made me feel good and not for show, not for social media, not for any other reason. I just did it because it made me feel good. That's when I really started to become the best version of myself and started to live out these daily practices and do it because I truly, truly love to do it rather than just doing it for the vlog. So that's something else to keep in mind too. Like, if you don't like what I have to say today, if you don't like any of the things that I recommend that you do in your morning routine or your night routine or your work routine, don't do those things because it's so individual and so unique and what works for me isn't always going to work for you. So please keep that in mind while you're listening. Know that you can create your own unique routine that makes you feel good because if we all were exactly the same, first off, life would be really boring. Like there wouldn't be any fun in that because we wouldn't have anything to explore. We wouldn't have anything new to try. We'd all just be like a copy-paste life. So regardless of what you decide to incorporate into your daily routine, whether that be morning, night, work routine, school routine, workout routine, with all these like little different routines that we do throughout the day, whatever you want to incorporate into these routines, make them non-negotiable. This is my number one tip for you today is that if you're gonna do something, don't half-ass it. Don't just do it a couple days a week. Don't just do it a couple times a month. Don't just do it once for the vlog. Like, do it because you truly love to do it and do it because it makes you feel good and make it non-negotiable. If you make it non-negotiable, you just do it without, don't give it any thought, like just do it. No matter what's going on, no matter the circumstances, if you're on vacation, great, wake up at six anyway. Do your morning routine. Why wouldn't you? Just because you're on vacation maybe from the real world doesn't mean that you're on vacation from yourself. Whatever your non-negotiables are, stick to them. They'll keep you in check and they'll keep you sane and they'll keep you on track. My second piece of advice if you are trying to create a routine that you can't wake up, wow, that you can't wait to wake up to. I also did a whole episode on creating a morning routine that you can't wait to wake up to, but we're talking about the whole day. The day is one the day as a whole in this episode. And so we kind of talked a little bit in the morning routine episode about writing down what your ideal routine looks like. And the same thing goes for what you want your day to look like, your ideal day. And for a lot of us, this comes in the form of a planner. We obviously are scheduling meetings in the planner. If you have the day designer planner, I love that planner. It has a different time like a different line and the time for each hour so it starts at like 5 a.m and goes until 5 p.m i think you can literally time block your entire day and so if you wake up at six you write down wake up and then at seven maybe you're checking emails write down check emails whatever that's called time blocking it's a great method when it comes to creating your ideal routine and sticking to it because it literally gives you and you could do this on a piece of paper you don't need a fancy planner to do this literally get a piece of paper and write down 6 a.m wake up 605 brush my teeth and just do that for your entire day and stick to it and see what happens doing something like time blocking is a great way to give yourself a visual play-by-play as to what your day is going to look like i'm going to roll through my entire daily routine give you guys pretty much the almost down to the minute, like the play-by-play of what my day looks like. So you guys can get an idea of how I set my days up for success, for productivity, and for the best version of myself. Like literally when I started thinking about what the ideal version of myself 
would do each day and started implementing those habits, that's when I felt like my best possible self. I just felt like I was like floating. I felt like so stress-free, so excited to wake up each day because I was doing the things that I knew in my soul I was supposed to be doing every single day. So I typically wake up between, I want to say like six, between six and eight. And this really depends on the day and really depends on how much I have going on. It's funny because I actually naturally wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. That's just a little bit too early for me. If I could naturally wake up at like 5.30, that would be good. I don't know how to get my body to do that, but maybe we'll work on it. I don't really know. But waking up sometime between 6 and 8 is really where my body likes to fall naturally. I have an alarm set for 7 most days. I have the... Um, sleep schedule set up in my health app. If you have an iPhone, I highly recommend going into the health app and setting up the sleep schedule because your alarms just sound nicer and the time automatically gets set. It's it's really nice and it tells you how many hours of sleep you get depending on what time you go to bed. I really like it, but I try to get eight hours every single night and so say I go to bed a little bit too late, I'll let myself sleep in a little bit earlier because I know that eight to ten hours of sleep is where my body feels its best. Some people need more, some people need less. It really just depends on your body and your own unique needs, but I feel my best when I get eight to ten hours, and so I give myself the six to eight o'clock wake-up window depending on what time I go to bed. I really like getting up at 6 30. That's definitely the sweet spot because I feel like I get the most done. I have the best mornings when I wake up at 6 30. So that's the sweet spot. But like I said, depends on what time I go to bed. So once I'm up out of bed, obviously, well, actually, the first thing I do when I wake up is I grab my thermometer and I take my basal body temperature. I don't think I've talked about this actually at all online, but I'm going to do a whole episode on this. First, I want to interview um, like a hormone guru gal. I have a couple in mind. And then I want to talk about why I stopped taking hormonal birth control, um, but I definitely want to get an expert on the show, interview her, and then kind of tell my story so you guys can have some reference points. Yeah, I stopped taking hormonal birth control. So I use natural cycles to track ovulation. And so that requires that I take my temperature first thing in the morning. Like literally my alarm goes off and I don't even move. I just grab my thermometer, stick it in my mouth, and then I take my temperature. Then I stick it in the app and then that tracks ovulation. And then obviously it tells me when I need to, um, abstain from sex, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's a lot. That's a whole nother episode in and of itself that goes in the mouth, by the way, not anywhere else. You can actually put it down there, I read, but I'm like, wow, what a way to start your day. Anyway, it's just a regular old thermometer. I just take my temperature. That's all it is. I'll leave some links in the description if you want to learn more about that. But um, yeah, it's working out great for me so far. I've been doing it for a couple months now, never had any problems. Um, or any concerns. So I've really been enjoying uh, natural cycles. So fun little life update there. I've also never felt better physically and mentally since being off of hormonal birth control. So to each their own, I will say though, it's still a great option for some people. It was not really working out for me. We're really getting into a whole different episode here. Back to my morning routine. I wake up, I take my temperature, I go brush my teeth, and then I do my skincare routine. So I wash my face, I put on my moisturizer, I put on my toner, moisturizer, do all that. And then I head down to the kitchen where I either make a big glass of water or I make 
some warm lemon water. It really just depends on how I'm feeling that day. I've really been into lemon water recently though. I genuinely love the taste and it really helps with my digestive system, I will say. So I like to drink some lemon water in the morning and then I meditate or journal. Um, sometimes a little bit of both, sometimes one or the other. I always journal at some point during the day and I always meditate at some point during the day. So sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the evening, sometimes it's both. And I like to sit outside. The weather's been beautiful recently. So I have been going out on the back porch, sitting outside and writing in my journal. I love to turn on the peaceful meditation playlist on Spotify and put that in my headphones and sit there and meditate or sit there and do my journaling. All of that typically takes about 45 minutes or so, depending on how long I meditate and how long I journal. And then I will head into the kitchen and make myself some fruit or make myself a smoothie. I am a big believer in having fruit first thing in the morning. I think it's a great way to start the day. I've never, ever, ever liked breakfast until I started having fruit first and then having a bigger breakfast about an hour or two later depending on how I feel. I've always hated breakfast like in high school I never had breakfast. I always just had a bar at like 10 or 11 o'clock in like history class or something because I just never liked breakfast and then I would eat lunch at like 12 30 and then I would come home and I would just have snacks and like what a bad routine to be on. But now since I eat fruit for breakfast first and then I have something a little bit more substantial later on, I feel fantastic. And then this is typically when I ice roll as well. I really wanted to touch on ice rolling because it has been a game changer for me. My skin has made significant improvements ever since I started ice rolling. If you guys didn't know, ice is really helpful when it comes to inflammation. Acne is a form of inflammation in your face and also has to do with gut health, hormones, stress, mental health, a whole bunch of other things. Acne is a sign that something is wrong. I've definitely seen major improvements in my skin, not only through ice rolling, but also through meditation and journaling, which is wild to say that that can have an impact on like your physical body, but the mind and your body are so much more intertwined than you would think. After I finish my morning routine, this is when I begin my work routine or maybe it's time to run errands or time to, I don't know, do something. But we're going to say this is like a work day in my life because running errands and doing miscellaneous activities is like a, I guess more of like a weekend routine rather than like a workday routine. So we're going to go through the workday routine. I typically begin this one around 9 or 10. Um, and summertime is interesting because it brings on a challenge of balancing. See, using the word balance is tough because I'm going to do a episode all about how balance doesn't exist because I truly don't think that it exists anymore. I used to think that I could find a balance. There's no such thing as balance. And we'll talk about why later on. But it's tough to navigate. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It's tough to navigate working from home and working for myself when a lot of my friends have restaurant jobs or work um, jobs with set hours. So it's like they know that they're going to work 
the nine to five shift or whatever. Working for myself, I obviously had the flexibility to move my calendar around and fit stuff in. Whereas a lot of people my age don't have that flexibility and I'm so, so grateful for it. But this is also true for people who maybe do school online. You you understand the, the struggle between like, oh no, like I have to do this assignment or I have to get this project done or I have to send these emails or I have to do whatever it is that you have to do on your own time. Whereas your friends are like, oh, you can just do that later. Like, you know, you work for yourself. You go to school online. You can do whatever you want to do on your own time. Like just come and do whatever with us. It's really, really tough to navigate still being like on the ball and still being productive when in the summertime it's like people just kind of make plans out of the blue and it's like okay we're all going to the beach today like the weather's nice let's go and you're like oh I was gonna work all day oh I have a test tomorrow I guess I can't do that so I don't know it's tough to find a balance in the summer so if you're going through something similar I kind of have a couple pointers just for you I've personally decided for myself that I need to be on what I call a summer schedule and this summer schedule is very much dictated by the weather and if you I live at the beach so for people who may who are maybe landlocked and aren't tempted by the ocean calling their name like anytime it's above 70 degrees this probably isn't as much of a problem, but I mean, we all struggle with spending time with friends and doing our schoolwork and working from home and doing all the things that we have on our to-do list. And so it's completely normal to be tempted by other activities that aren't necessarily going to boost sales or get you to the numbers that you want to get to or make X amount of money by the end of the month. We all also need rest too. So that's something to keep in mind. And during the summer, I feel like it's so important to be more flexible with yourself because summer is the time to have as much fun as we possibly can. And so I personally dedicate three to four work days per week and then another two to three days for my weekend. The weekend, I put quotes around the weekend because it could be maybe Friday and then maybe Sunday, and then maybe a random Tuesday, and then maybe all the other days I work. And maybe that's also dictated by the weather. Maybe Tuesday is going to be sunny and 85 degrees and the perfect beach day, but then maybe Wednesday and Thursday it's going to be pouring down rain. So Wednesday, Thursday, I would work all day. So my work routine definitely varies depending on what I have going on. And in the fall, in the winter, this looks completely different, but I'm just talking summer right here right now. Maybe we'll do like a winter work routine episode um, later in a couple months. In the summertime, my work is super flexible and I try to be super flexible with myself, but I do my best to use the morning hours to my advantage. I am personally most productive in the morning and so I like to obviously do my morning routine and then I like to check emails and move on to other things that only require myself. So maybe this is like a solo podcast recording or working on edits for my cookbook that I'm launching in the fall or doing, I don't know, spreadsheets or doing admin stuff or researching material for a client, like whatever it might be. And then I like to schedule meetings and lunches and calls and guest podcast recording stuff like that in the afternoon so I always have the morning to myself to use those hours to my advantage because that's when I just really get on a roll so maybe I work from 9 or 10 until noon and then maybe at noon I take a little break and then maybe at 12 30 I have like a call with a client and then after that maybe I have like a zoom podcast guest recording 
and then maybe after that I have like a late lunch meeting with a mentor. It really all just depends on the day, but I try my best to schedule meetings or calls back to back in the afternoon because for some reason that's just always worked really, really well for me. If I know, you know, I'm going to talk to this client for 50 minutes and then I'm going to talk to another client for 50 minutes after that and then I'm going to grab lunch with someone and then I have whatever. I just like to push meetings and appointments and calls and guest podcast recordings back to back because it works well for me. For some people that might stress you out, but I like how that schedule works for me. So that is kind of what my work routine looks like in the summer. After I finish work for the day, I guess that this technically begins my night routine or afternoon routine or whenever I wrap up the day, shut the laptop, move on. This is typically when I like to do some sort of movement. Sometimes I'll do a home workout. Sometimes I'll go to yoga, spin, whatever I'm feeling that day. My workout routine definitely changes depending on which phase in my cycle I am. I've been really tuning in to working with my cycle and this kind of goes back to taking my temperature in the morning I've become more aware of exactly what's going on in my body because the female body is so much more complex yet so much cooler than we think it is and you can truly maximize your energy and make the most out of your day when you sync up your activities with your cycle and this includes your workout routine too so once again, something that we will have to talk about later in the season, we're going to because this is something that I'm learning more about and I would love to chat with some experts. Like I said, I've, I have a couple in mind, but it's something that we will definitely talk about later on in season two of 80-20. But back to the topic at hand, I do a workout and I typically like to rearrange my workout routine depending on which phase of my cycle that I'm in. So this might be light yoga or this might be going for a walk outside or light stretching or just resting or this might be something that's high intensity workout, spin, cardio, lifting. It really just depends on the day and I really, really try to listen to my body and let my body tell me what I need to do that day and then I will come home I'll do a shower or I'll take a shower I'll do my nighttime skincare routine and then I will make dinner and then I'll wind down with a book or journal I always like to turn on my red light at night if you guys have been following me for a while you know that I'm obsessed with my remote controlled color changing bulb from general electric i believe is what it's called you can get it at target i'll actually link it in the show notes for you guys but like this time last summer i think it was my sister lexi got this bulb at target so she had it and i was like oh my gosh i need this and so i got it shortly after and i've been using it ever since i've gone through phases with every color but i truly found that the red light at night is the best for winding down, doing a nighttime meditation in bed, doing some nighttime journaling, and I really try to stay off my phone as well during this like pre-sleep time. About an hour or two before bed, I try to stay off my phone. Sometimes I'm really good about it, sometimes I'm really bad about it, but I really, really try to stay off my phone if possible right before bed because I found that the screen impacts my sleep. You can actually turn on night mode on your phone. I turn night mode all the way up so it gives me like a orange 
screen and it's hard to see like pictures and stuff so just I've like edited pictures before with the orange screen on and they come out looking really bad but if you have it on don't try to edit pictures only try to play like your music and like call your long distance boyfriend if you have to use your phone at night only use it for limited things right before I go to sleep I always do a little breathing exercise or meditation to really wind down and typically I fall right to sleep after that. I went through a phase for about a year where I really, really struggled to get to bed, but ever since I started to lighten my stress load through meditation and through journaling, I really have not had any sleep troubles. So if you're having any sleep troubles, normally it's due to some sort of emotional stress. I would really recommend an emotional stress reliever such as journaling or meditation. And that's a wrap on my daily routine. I hope that you were able to get some inspiration of some daily habits that might work well for you. I know that each and every one of you probably had something come to mind that you want to implement after listening to this episode, so I really hope that you do follow through with those things. And if you did, I would love to hear about it. I am always available in the DMs, and you can also join our community called Lil's Circle. There's info on accessing that community linked in the show notes. Lil's Circle is an online resource for us to connect and interact with one another and talk all things 80-20, all things journaling, and participate in many challenges and programs so you definitely want to check that out i will leave a link to little circle in the show notes thank you for listening to this episode of 8020. if you enjoyed it please let me know by dropping a rate and a review this helps more people just like you find and listen to the show don't forget to follow me lily on instagram my username is at lily rako that's l-i-l-y r-a-k-o-w and follow the podcast instagram page as well which is 8020pod that's 8020pod on instagram new episodes of 8020 go live every monday and thursday or subscribe to stay up to date with the latest